do not be afraid to make unconventional choices they are what make you you now one of the famous songs by mohammad rafi and geeta dat from yesterday's blockbuster movie cid which was in 1956 is adal hai mushkil jeena yahan jara hatke jara bachke yeh bombay meri jaan adal hai mushkil jeena yahan jara hatke jara bachke yeh bombay meri jaan the city of dreams and the indomitable spirit of mumbai also known as bombay is a vibrant city located on the western coast of india it is often called the city of dreams as it is the land of opportunities and melting pot of various cultures and traditions mumbai is also known for its fast paced lifestyle bustling streets and solid spirit that enables the city to endure both ups and downs and in despite the challenges faced by the city such as poverty overcrowding and pollution mumbai's people exhibit a resilient spirit and determination to overcome obstacles the city is home to a diverse population of people from different religions languages and backgrounds who are made it in their home and contribute to the city's unique culture the mumbai city spirit is a term used to describe the never give up attitude of the people of mumbai in the face of adversity mumbai has faced numerous challenges in the past including natural disasters terrorist attacks and other crises despite these challenges the people of mumbai have always managed to bounce back and rebuild their city mumbai is known for its iconic landmarks such as gate of india marine drive and the taj mahal palace hotel it has also become it is also home to india's prolific film industry bollywood and has a rich history and culture heritage mumbai's economy is one of the largest in india and is the hub for various industries such as finance entertainment fashion and technology the city's entrepreneurial spirit has led to the emergence of many startups and has made it popular destinations for businesses ventures i've come here in year 2000 and since then i've been a mumbai car a proud mumbai car mumbai is a city of diversity resilience and innovation its people have a solid spirit that has enabled them to overcome obstacles and make the city what it is today a city of dreams Namaste and welcome to the podcast Fitness Fuel Tinex. Hello. My name is Virendra Singh Nagi and I'm your host. I've been in the corporate world for over 2 decades in various sectors and I'm a corporate mentor and investor, a tracker and an author. Today is our episode number 10 of season 2 which is on City of Mumbai and its never dying spirit. Every week we come up with the new episode on the topics which touch, inspire and move and bring value in our lives welcome to the john and thank you so much listeners today i'm going to share about the indomitable spirit of amchi mumbai today's stories are from india's biggest storytelling platform humans of bombay bringing 
extraordinary stories of ordinary people this episode will bring you these stories about mumbai attacks to showcase the indomitable spirit of mumbai cars and how we will never forget these dark moments here are the five stories from 2611 attacks that showcase the indomitable spirit of mumbai it's been over 14 years since the 2611 attacks but the scars and the memories are still fresh in the minds of mumbai cars who lived through those horrible days and survived the first story is from acp shrikant desai and other stories where we have not disclosed the name of the people for their safety and security purposes it was normal day of duty for me my shift ended at around 9 pm and i was on my way home right then i got a call from the police station they told me that my junior more has been killed by a hand grenade in kama hospital by terrorists and i had to get on duty as his replacement i didn't have time to comprehend what had happened but i could not afford to grieve at that point of time i needed to follow orders and keep people safe the police station where i was posted was barely a kilometer away from where the 2611 attacks took place there were rumors that the terrorists were entering the city and were all over we had to keep things in control knowing that at the same time our fellow officers were dying it was a difficult time the next day i was given a team of 10 people under me and i had to head the post mortem of the dead bodies in the trident hotel when i entered i saw around 30 bodies most of them were women and children i realized how wild the terrorists were to have taken so many innocent lives for two days after the 2611 attacks we were on duty non stop the city was on high alert and we had to be there to protect it i could not even take more's body back to his wife and children on the third day when things settled down and i took his body his family was in shock his house was filled with people that day from distant relatives to even his local tailor everyone showed up to honor him i was terrified i finally had the chance to grieve he was a brave man a brave police officer i even did his last rites wishing nothing but justice to him his family and for us every uniformed official along with victims and their families have mourned that day we spent day and night keeping mumbai out of harm's way but that night it collapsed all around us yes it's been over 14 years since the 2611 attacks yes we have learned a lesson but the fact still remained that innocent lives were lost in the name of terrorism the wounds are still fresh but so is our drive for justice the number 2 story 
my birthday falls on 26th november that night to celebrate we decided to go to taj my son had just turned it was skeptical about leaving him behind but when my husband and in-laws insisted i agreed moreover a family friend was staying at the taj so we planned to meet him for dinner in retrospect i wish i had listened to my gut and stayed home we entered the hotel around 9 and first went up to our friend's room for drinks just as we were settling in we heard that sounded like fireworks obvious to what was happening i said the whole city is celebrating my birthday after 15 minutes we heard the sounds again but this time it sounded like gunshots we rushed to the window what i saw shocked me bodies were being rolled out we called the reception but they were just as clueless as us one of them said that it may be the gang war they asked us to stay put and so we did an hour later there were deafening sound that shook the entire building i knew then that it was a much more than a gang war and my mind kept going back to my son at home i went numb what followed can only be described as chaos i could hear loud screams people being dragged and gunshots we switch off the lights in the room and put our phones on silent but even the silence was thunderous i remember it was past midnight when i asked my husband what will happen to our son if we don't make it just then there was a second blast the dome was on fire and we were engulfed in smoke completely the next few hours were spent wetting towels and putting them near the gap by the door we discussed breaking up open the window and shouting for help but the taj windows were unbreakable night turned into morning and we were still there breathing smoke and losing hope and then we heard it the sound of the fire brigade we immediately flickered the light to indicate we needed help and thankfully they saw us the fire brigade made its way to our window and broke open the glass it took us an hour to climb down the rope and my god it was the most excruciating hour but thankfully we all made it down in one piece the morning after the 2611 tax when i went back home i held my son in the tightest embrace but the trauma of that night stayed with me for a year i would find it hard to even use the washroom by myself and fireworks their sounds still terrorize me but the next year on my birthday on 2611 again i decided to face my fear i went back to taj to celebrate and that day it was not just as celebrating it was everyone celebrating our comeback the staff the guests all of us and ever since that day it's been a ritual every 2611 i'll first say a prayer for all those we lost and then in the evening head to taj to celebrate those who fought and triumphed over their terror and this is way how i celebrate every birthday of mine the third one i was waiting at the cst that night to collect my money for a tea i had just delivered 
when I heard the gunshots, I thought they were fireworks, but then there was two or three explosions and I knew. I turned around and saw a long line of people waiting for the ticket counter. So I ran towards them shouting, Bhago, bomb hai. People left everything behind and ran towards the road. When I entered the ticket office, the seniors there abused me for chasing them away, saying it was just a short circuit. But then another bomb exploded right outside which we were. Through the window, I saw Kasab and thought it was a commando with two AK-47 guns in his band. I frantically called out to him for help. But when I saw him and he saw me, he hurled such abuses that I can't even repeat them and then fired rounds of bullets inside the ticketing counter. The railway master was hit. I was injured because of the glass pieces and there were seven to eight others men injured. After a few minutes, the fire was coming from some distance. So I got up and crawled outside to see countless bodies, some dead, some still having life in them. I called my wife at that point of time and told her that I might die because there could still be bombs at the station. She asked me to leave and go home, but I told her that I had to help my people. I've checked almost everybody at the CST, Chhatrapati Shivaji State Terminus, for a sign of life. But people who were still breathing on hearth gadis, slabs of steel drawers and into the caps to be taken to the hospital. I took the railway master and a few others to a hospital in Baikula myself because there were rumours that hospitals in South Bombay like Kama were also under attack. I stayed at CSD the whole night with one other police officer. I never did what I did for any award or recognition, but I did receive 28 awards since then and promised that I would get a job in the railway, a promise which is still not fulfilled seven years after the 26-11 attacks. If it was the son of a minister or a politician who had done the same thing, God knows how much they would have done for him. By the end of it, I am poor Chaiwala and I have no regrets. I would do it all over again if needed. The fourth one. 26 November 2008 begin like any other day. I was a banquet manager at Taj and because we were hosting a welcome party for a new chairman, we had to manage a lot of guests. 65 of us were gathered in the banquet hall. Everyone and everything was going as planned when we suddenly heard some loud noises. My first thought was that someone might be bursting firecrackers. How wrong I was. But pretty soon, all our phones started pinging with calls and text messages telling us that gunshot had entered Taj. We immediately moved into action. We locked all the doors and switched off the lights. The guests began to panic and kept asking us why we are not letting them go. We told them about the situation at hand and that's when chaos ensued. I tried to calm them down and keep them quiet so as not to attract the attention of the terrorists. I did my best not to panic though. I had this gut feeling that things were going to be alright. I had faith in our armed forces. I knew they, are, they would come for us. My mother, who was not in Bombay at that point of time, called me to ask where I was. I lied to her and told her that I was safe at home. I did not want to her to panic. And more than anything else, I didn't want to say goodbye. 
when we finally escaped at five in the morning through the window in the next day a lot of us decided to stay close to Taj we did it because we wanted to we wanted to be there to pick up the pieces to help in any way we could the day after everything cleared we were back at the hotel to clean up it broke my heart to see it in shambles but somehow pushed down into emotions and did what needed to be done the 2611 attacks ended on 29 by then i was already home watching it all on the news i would cry every time i saw the images flash on the screen but all of them it just made me stronger when i finally met my parents the first thing my mother did was slap me and then she hugged me and really tight not only then but my family at Taj too helped me to get through everything we built this place brick by brick and restored it to the former glory each hidden crack in the wall of Taj remind us that courage and peace can be found within you even in the hardest of time the fifth one two of my friends had come down from France they were making a movie in Hindi and wanted to get a taste of what the local life was like. I was new to Mumbai myself, so when my local friend suggested Leopold Cafe, I was excited to check it out. When we got there, we loved the ambience. We had a couple of rounds of drinks, so we were in great spirits. There was a man on the table adjusted to ours. He looked shifty, but I didn't think much of it and I just observed him through the night. I still remember. It was 8.30 p.m. and I was just about to leave to meet my sister who was visiting when that odd-looking man got up and took something out of his bag. Suddenly, there was smoke everywhere and then these men began shooting. That's when a bullet hit my ribs. My mind and body were both in shock. One minute, I was having dinner and the other, I was profusely bleeding. I got up and ran for my life. Past the terrorist, past the bodies of people lying on the floor. I rushed out and tried to stop a car, a cab, anyone that would take me to the hospital. I was bleeding out and losing energy. One cabbie stopped, but when he saw my blood, he literally pushed me out. Luckily, there was a hawker walking past who saw my state, helped me hail a cab and rushed me to the hospital. That hospital was right behind CST. When I reached there, no one knew that Mumbai has been attacked by terrorists. They refused to treat me and left me to bleed in the waiting room because they didn't know how I had been injured. I was afraid I would die. But then one doctor came to my rescue through and agreed to save my life without filing any of the formalities. By then, policemen were walking in with the bodies of their dead comrades. The CST attacks has commenced. I was being treated amidst a sea of dead people. I was traumatic. After some time, I was shifted to the end of the hospital. Luckily, the bullet had not ruptured my lung. My recovery was quick, but though tough, the emotional trauma was a whole other issue. For nights, I could not sleep. Any loud noise would startle me. I feared going out, feared witnessing another attack. I could not stop thinking about it, about the people who died, about how it was a twist of fate that my friends and I survived. It was a long road to recovery from 2611 attacks. I remember I used to go to the cafe opposite Leopold and just observe it for afar. Recounting the events of that night again and again, but not having the courage to step into that place. Not until after three years. Three years of battling through the post 
trauma of that night of understanding that I could not have changed anything that happened. That we were all victims of a larger problem that night. One that seeks its solace in taking the life of innocent people. And if you continue to be fearful, they win. That's when I walked into the Leopold again and left the fear behind. Don't be afraid to make unconditional choices. They are what make you, you. Mumbai is known for its spirit and is known for its bustling streets, vibrant night and diverse culture. The people of Mumbai often return as Mumbaikers and known for their resilience and determination which is often referred to the Mumbai's city spirit. The Mumbai city spirit is often attributed to the city's cosmopolitan nature where people from all walks of life and diverse backgrounds live and work together. This has created a sense of community and shared responsibility being Mumbaikers which is reflected in the collective response to the crisis. The Mumbai city spirit is a reflection of the strength and the resilience of the people of Mumbai who have faced many challenges but have always managed to overcome them and emerged stronger than before. Commandant DM, if you have one of the Mumbai cars or you happen to visit the Mumbai at least once. The podcast Fitness Fuel 10X is sponsored by Darwin Platform Group for coming to their contribution in the area of expertise to the various business sectors. Thank you so much for your trust and confidence. can subscribe now to the Fitness Fuel 10X wherever you got the podcast from. What is your biggest takeaway from today's episode? If you like something from today's episode, do share with your loved ones. You can also share it on LinkedIn, Facebook or Instagram or any other social media platform. Thank you so much. The upcoming book Fit365 which talks about the fitness aspect of the holistic approach of life will be available in Amazon, Flipkart and Kindle editions. I'll see you then in the next week episode with an amazing, exciting and spiritual story again. So till then, relax and take good care of yourself. Cheers and stay safe.